And you know, Steve, one thing that I'm proud of, I know uh, all of you share this with me, our inaugural class, our first inductees, there were three of them. One was James Bucky Mutchler, who caught the pass from Johnny Unitas that led to the touchdown by Alan Amici in what people call the greatest game ever played. Yes, When yes. the Baltimore Colts beat the New York Giants. That was our own Bucky Mutchler. And then one of the other inductees that year was the most famous football player in the world during his time, none other than our own Joe Willie Namath. And, and Joe has been such a great friend and what a great guy he is. I mean, oh, he's just an unbelievable person. He's a Beaver Falls guy and we're so proud of him. And then of course, our third inductee that year, our first year was the best, Coach Bruno. Right. And it was so special to see Joe that first year with uh, Bucky Mutzler here. And Joe looked up to Bucky so much. And, and the respect that he showed Bucky was really was heartwarming. Yes. And uh, before Joe came along, Bucky was our, our top NFL player, probably. Him and Joe Walton. Correct. Were up there. And and, uh, and they were the best. And, and uh, the respect that Joe showed those guys was part of what we're all about. See, that's the thing about Beaver Falls. There are so many great athletes through the years that even guys like Joe Namath could point to other players that they've known and played against and that they could feel that way about and, and say that they were better than us. It's something that how Beaver County, the kind of talent we produce here, Bay Pirelli, arguably the greatest college quarterback of the decade of the 50s, and Namath, arguably the greatest college quarterback in the decade of the 60s, both grew up in Beaver County. Hello, and welcome to the Magical Coach Podcast, brought to you by the Larry Bruno Foundation, where our mission is to cultivate a culture in our community to develop student athletics and academic achievements by promoting professional coaching and team building and family development. Well, let's start out by uh, the history of Larry Bruno Foundation. This will be our 10th year in existence. And they were a nonprofit organization with the support of Beaver Falls native Joe Namath, of course. Continues to expand its Hall of Achievement and History Center. Right now it's in the Carnegie Library of Beaver Falls. Also, we have just purchased a building on 7th Avenue to put in a retail center, and we'll have Steve talk a little bit about that in a second, and classrooms to be able to host uh, our training and teaching of coaching the culture of how we can help coaches, current coaches, teachers, parents, and businesses to improve their uh, offerings through the uh, visions of the Larry Bruno Foundation. So um, we're going to base our uh, our teaching, our learning on the seven attributes uh, that we learned from our coaches and teachers over the years. So I'd like to go through those real quick before we get started on some of the other things. So we've learned uh, in our in our history that teamwork is one of the most important aspects of the seven attributes that Coach Bruno taught us. And we're recruiting uh, our peers and our inductees of Larry Bruno Foundation to come in and help us to talk about teamwork. One of the other attributes that we also learned is integrity, and we'll be talking and teaching about that. Communications is one of the other attributes. Leadership, of course. Uh, we learned that from, from Larry Bruno. And motivation, reverence, and discipline are the seven attributes. So those are our 
attributes that we will be passing on through our uh, organization. But right now, we want to talk about uh, programs that we offer. I have with me uh, our friends. All of us played uh, for Coach Bruno and Judge uh, Rick Mancini and uh, Steve Higgins, our curator here at our library museum. So, Rick, Steve, why don't you chime in and tell us about some of the programs that we have? Go ahead, Steve. For example, our new building that we acquired down on 1112 7th Avenue, we plan on having a conference center in there. We plan on having a little retail space, and we are going to have uh, a museum atmosphere down there. It'll be a place where we have a business office, and it's basically making us available to the public, which we want to be. We want to be a big part of the community, and we want to be a big part of uh, the resurgence that's going on in Beaver Falls recently. And by having our new location, um, we'll be more visible, more accessible to the public, be able to um, have some of the programs and that we have been planning um, the last few years and just kind of stockpiling these ideas up. And now we'll have a chance to actually implement some of these ideas and present them to the public and get the community involved in what we're all about. Um, we think we have a, a great thing going here with the Larry Bruno Foundation. We're doing a lot of good in the community. People seem to respond to us positively. And, you know, the good work that we started, we want to continue with it. And um, we're looking forward to getting that going um, sometime in 2020, getting that new space up and running. So, Well, Steve, you have been basically in charge of what I would call our physical plant. And what I mean by that is, uh, obviously, we have a, a great Hall of Fame set up at the Beaver Falls Carnegie Library here in downtown Beaver Falls, and, and I think we've been a, a good presence here for the library. And as you indicated, we are moving into a new building that we just bought. Uh, I think we'll maintain a little bit of a presence here at the library because we always want to be supportive of them, uh, but we are going to move uh, the main part of our Hall of Achievement to the building that we just purchased. But I think it's important that people understand from whence we came. And what I mean by that is our organization actually started with a meeting of about three or four of us who were concerned about Coach Bruno because he was near the end of his days. Uh, he was in an extended care facility, and we were actually concerned about him financially. And we felt that for all he had done for so many of us, the least we could do was find a way to help him out. So our discussion started uh, with thinking about selling a strip ticket. Uh, to raise a little bit of money in case he needed it. Well, that discussion evolved into the thought that he has helped so many over so many years. Why don't we get the word out and see if we can get individuals to contribute? And then we thought maybe the best thing to do is to have somewhat of a reunion of his former players where we honor him and uh, uh, bring in those that uh, are both his peers and his former adversaries and, and have them speak about him uh, and hopefully, we, are, we were hopeful that we would get a, a good turnout from his former players and people in the community that he helped. Well, the end result of that was perhaps to this day the single biggest sports-related banquet-type event in the history of Beaver County, and that took place at the Lodge at Brady's Run, where we were hoping to get a couple hundred people. As it turned out, we had to open every door in the facility because we had about 1,200 people that showed up, uh, many of which were former players and, of course, former coaches. Uh, Coach Yanessa from Aliquippa, 
uh, Coach Bernardi, uh, Coach Lindy Laurel, Coach Tarquinio, Coach Hamilton, and the list goes on and on, and I'm sure I left others out. Uh, and then, of course, we had several of his former players come up and speak to the point that it probably went on about three hours longer than we should have had it go on. Uh, but as a result of that particular event where our goal was just to raise a little bit of money to help Coach Bruno out, we not only had an effective event, but our biggest benefactor and Coach Bruno's most famous pupil, Joe Namath, forwarded a tremendous donation from his foundation that he established in Alabama, uh, which then meant that we had a nice fund that was available to help Coach Bruno. Well, of course, he didn't live too much longer uh, after that. It was within a couple years that he passed away. So now he's gone, and we have this money in the account, and we decided the best thing we can do is to carry on his legacy by establishing the Larry Bruno Foundation our goal being to give back to the community much in the same way that he did, not just financially, but in all aspects of life, teaching, coaching, mentoring, just being there, uh, knowing that the biggest impact you can have on someone is to send them down the right path and not only send them down that path, but help them down that path, which is what Coach Bruno did. Uh, so that's what our foundation is all about, and we try to carry that on every year. Uh, as uh, it, I believe it's known, uh, we give scholarships out every year to high school students, both from Beaver Falls and Blackhawk. Uh, we also, in the last few years, have started honoring people in the community in general and giving donations to their organizations and in order to help them. And of course, it's evolved into our annual event, uh, which is our banquet for the Larry Bruno Foundation, and we've established what many people would refer to as a Beaver Falls-related Hall of Fame, uh, which is actually the Larry Bruno Foundation Circle of Achievement. And I initially had mentioned how Steve has done a great job with the physical part of that. Uh, and anybody who has ever been to our facility would agree that it's uh, first class all the way uh, with the inductees and the memorabilia that we have honoring those inductees. And it's just been a, a great thing and uh, we plan on continuing on with it. We have some great board members. Of course, our chairman is Ron Main, our former vice president, uh, who for health reasons hasn't been able to be as involved much uh, anymore, Kenny Thomas, uh, Ed DeRose, of course, Steve Higgins, uh, Pete Petrandria, Artie DeSisto, Linwood Alford, Bobby Rickey, Jimmy Carbone. Uh, and I have the good fortune of being on the board, even though Ron forgets to mention that every time he talks. Uh, but uh, we, we have a great group. Our goal is to continue on the legacy of Coach Bruno, but that legacy is not about just Coach Bruno. It's about giving back to the community and helping those that need help, which is uh, what Coach Bruno was all about. Yeah, Rick, I think some of the programs you touched on, I want to kind of reiterate here, is we give out scholarships for the football players, the academic award winners at both Beaver Falls and Blackhawk school districts. For the last 10 years, we've done that, and now we've included the Beaver County Christian School as one of our uh, targeted uh, scholarships. We also uh, made a, a partnership with the Livingston's group. Um, that was uh, Bill Livingston, who was a a judge here in uh, Beaver County, and also uh, we now give scholarships to uh, young students that are in going to college to become law enforcement officers. We also work with Pat Nardelli and his uh, group to give uh, community service awards. And uh, last year we did give it to Tiger Paws and uh, Matt Nancy 
proudly displays it down in one of his uh, restaurants that he's created. Uh, the Reed Award uh, to Community Development. Joe Tronzo Award, given in the name of the, Joe, the Tronzo family. And the first recipients of that award were the Salapex. That's uh, correct. Rebecca and Steve Salapec, who sponsor the Christmas dinner every year, uh, which actually takes place at the Beaver Falls High School. It's a free dinner for anybody that wants or needs to come and have a meal at Christmas time. And in addition to that, they give gifts out to the children. And it is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Uh, if you were to go down there on Christmas Day, you would see a gymnasium, a regulation-sized high school gymnasium full of clothes and toys. And I'm not talking about secondhand stuff. I'm talking about brand new clothes, brand new toys that have been donated from many, many organizations to the point that when they're done with the day, they have truckloads of stuff they have to take away and they give to other organizations. Uh, it's just a tremendous blessing yeah, so, uh, to our community. So all of this is part of uh, what our vision is, which is the culture. The culture is helping families, community members, individuals to become better at being citizens in our community. And what Rick had just spoke of is a key component to helping us build that culture. We call it coaching the culture so that we can become a culture of excellence and having fun and diversity. I mean, that's a big part of our uh, our thing. And Ron, you mentioned the uh, Pat Nardelli Award, something we started giving out uh, recently. Pat is a uh, nationally known developer uh, who is actually from, he's from Coppell, Pennsylvania. Uh, so he's not too far uh, from the Beaver Falls District. And Pat has been a tremendous so supporter of our organization. Uh, and, you know, he, he helps us continue the tradition. Yeah. And, and going forward with what uh, some of the programs that the Larry Bruno Foundation is interested in is what we're doing right now is to create podcasts of information, of knowledge, of storytelling of the people that have been successful in achievement because we call it the Hall of Achievement. And it's those achievers that we want to emulate, we want to revere. So Steve, tell us some of the inductees that we have in our hall right now. Well, we've been inducting people for the last 10 years, and we have uh, 48 inductees total. Some of the names we have on the walls here, we have Joe Tronzo, Judge Richard Mancini. We have Terry Tricone, great gymnast. We have Rocky Washington. We have Judge Tookie James. Um, there's no time limit on how far back we go. Jimmy Mutchler, who graduated in 48 from Beaver Falls, 1948, is one of our inductees. We have Tony Asaldo from Koppel, who was a big contributor in youth football and helped contribute to the success of Beaver Falls football on the varsity level. Joy Jeter, who many consider our best uh, female basketball player ever. And how can we forget maybe our greatest female athlete ever, Candy Young, who was an Olympian in 1980. She's one of our proud uh, inductees. We have Jack Damasca, who was a great baseball player at Beaver Falls, one of our best. And... Of course, we have the familiar names that most people are familiar with, the Namath, Joe Namath, Joe Waltons, Tommy Krasminski. We have Carl Flory, Joe Lonnett, who was one of our greatest all-time athletes ever. So um, the names here are really um, impressive. People should come down here and visit us at the library. We're open Saturday mornings from 10 to 12, and we are going to increase things when we get settled in our new building. If you have pride in your community, if you're interested in your community, you really need to come down here and check this facility out. Most everything in here has been donated by the public. 
I'd say um, 80% of things in here are all donated. This is a community place, and it's something that um, we want people to, to come see. And, you know, Steve, one thing that I'm proud of, I know uh, all of you share this with me, our inaugural class, our first inductees, there were three of them. One was James Bucky Mutchler, who caught the pass from Johnny Unitas that led to the touchdown by Alan Amici in what people call the greatest game ever played yes, when yes. the Baltimore Colts beat the New York Giants. That was our own, Bucky Mutchler, hey. to set that up. And then, of course, one of the other inductees that year was the most famous football player in the world and uh, perhaps the most uh, famous individual during his time in the world, none other than our own Joe Willie Namath. And, and Joe has been such a great friend. And what a great guy he is. I oh, mean, he's geez. just an unbelievable person. He's a Beaver Falls guy that went up and took over New York City and Definitely. eventually took over the country. And we're so proud of, of him. And then, of course, our third inductee that year, our first year, was the best, Coach Bruno. Right, right. And it was so special to see Joe that first year with uh, Bucky Mutzler here. And Joe looked up to Bucky so much. And, and the respect that he showed Bucky was really was heartwarming. Yes. And uh, before Joe came along, Bucky was our, our top NFL player probably, him and Joe Walton. Correct. We're up there, and and, uh, and they were the best. And, and uh, the respect that Joe showed those guys was, um, you know, it's part of, of what we're all about. And also, if you remember, for that first event, one of Joe's former teammates uh, came back and was a big part of the event, Vito Babe Pirelli. Babe yeah. Pirelli. Boy, was he sharp. I tell you, his football mind was so sharp. Joe, again, looked up to Babe just like he looked up to Bucky and showed respect to them guys, and um, it was really nice to see that. You know, and that that's a great point, uh, how Joe, who is, again, the most notable, always shows respect oh, to those that came before him. And, you know, just the different comments that, that he has made, uh, and he's been to every banquet. I think he only missed one, and that one that he couldn't be at for some reason, he sent a pretty lengthy video that we played at right. the banquet. Uh, but I, one thing that stands out of my mind is that when Tom Krasminski, another tremendous athlete, uh, you know, who, who went on uh, Michigan, State. Michigan State, he was the captain at Michigan State, and then he eventually played for the Jets and uh, just a, a legendary Beer Falls name. One of the things that stands out of my mind is that as the MC was introducing uh, people at our banquet during the year Tom Krasminski was being inducted, him and Joe were sitting next to each other. And I was talking about people in the audience, and I overheard Tom Krasminski say to Joe, look, Joe, there's Richie Nidabala. Heck, he was better than both of us. <laughs> and he is one of our inductees also. Yes. See, that's the thing about Beaver Falls. There are so many great athletes through the years that even guys like Joe Namath and Krasminski could point to other players that they've known and played against and that they could feel that way about and, and say that they were better than us. It's something that how Beaver County, the kind of talent we produce here, Bay Pirelli, arguably the greatest college quarterback of the decade of the 50s, and Namath, arguably the greatest college quarterback in the decade of the 60s, both grew up in Beaver County. And, and I remember at one of our events, and obviously we've had quite a few now as years goes on, and I've had the pleasure of having the opportunity to speak at all of them. Uh, one thing that stood out in my mind and still stands out in my memory, I look out into the audience and who is there? None other than Ronald Poe James. Uh, Without question, arguably legend. one of the best football <laughs> players ever to come out 
of Pennsylvania. Yes, yes. Well, let me throw this out. I mean, we're talking about football players, but uh, this year we've uh, added uh, a lady by name of uh, Elizabeth Betty Ash Douglas. Betty grew up in Beaver Falls in the same neighborhood of Joe Namath, by the way. They were almost uh, across the street from each other. She attended and graduated Beaver Falls High School in the early 40s, where she won scholastic awards in poetry, short story writing, and studied 10 years of piano here, and also sang in the choirs and was a Girl Scout through her senior level. She started her college career by getting a scholarship, an Andrew Carnegie scholarship, and went to Carnegie Mellon, at that time was Carnegie Institute of Technology, where she earned her Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. Her Master of Arts in History was received from the University of Pittsburgh. The long and short of this, of, of uh, Elizabeth, she was one of the first African-American to uh, start teaching, and she taught at Geneva College as a professor for over 40, 50 years. And she's being inducted on July 25th into our circle of achievement. And that just shows that it's not all about athletes. It's, it's about music. It's about arts. It's all of those. We even have John Jackson for law enforcement inducted. So our belief is to revere and honor those who have achieved in their lives. So, Well, I don't think there's any question about that. And, uh, you know, one thing that those of us who played for our namesake, Coach Bruno, can attest to is that Coach Bruno was about more than just football. Uh, obviously, that was his occupation. Uh, and there's no doubt about it. Anybody who's ever played for him will tell you that not only did he want to win every game, he wanted to win every play. Uh, and there was nothing that would detract from that. But be that as it may, he was much more than that. He was always concerned about what you were doing in your life and what your plans were after you left high school. Uh, he helped so many people uh, get into college and he didn't even he didn't restrict that just to his players he no. would help players from different schools that, and he would help yes. anybody I was fortunate to get a, a football scholarship and I would say 85 percent of it was because of him yep. the other 15 percent was because I tripped over the right line every now and then <laughs> uh, but uh, and and that story is one of many well to add on to that uh, this year's inductees uh, as Rick had talked earlier about the uh, teams that we inducted here this year, we're doing a family team of musicians, the Granadis. But they, uh, they speak very highly that Larry Bruno encouraged them to continue their careers in music. And they've been in the music business for over 30-some years. So, you know, our mission says we follow the process of teaching, coaching, and learning. When you teach, you have to be a coach. And when you teach and coach, you have to learn. Because when we teach, we learn as much as our students do. And together, we collaborate and we can become better at adding to the culture, making a better life, better community, and that's who we are. That's our purpose. So in the Larry Bruno new building down Beaver Falls, we're designing a classroom to bring in our inductees. And I talked to um, Mike DeChalice, who is a teacher, a coach, and a learner, to have him come in and help us in developing some of the curriculums. I talked to Jim Trussell, who's supporting Lou Sincar this year as one of our inductees and very close friend. And Jim's the president of, of uh, Youngstown State University. He won a national championship as a coach at Ohio State. Jim's talking to us about telling, teaching us a little bit about teaming and teamwork. So these are the people we're recruiting to be part of our messaging, our teaching, coaching, and learning that we want to profess in the Larry Bruno Foundation. So that's about it for now. Uh, we do know we want to thank Kevin Farkas. Uh, 
He is working with us on developing these podcasts. We want to do more of them. We want to try to be more focused on the messaging that we get. And uh, we want to thank him for his help and his guidance to help develop our programming that we would like to have at the museum. So thank you all. Thank you. God bless you. The Larry Bruno Foundation is uh, honored to induct Ken Yonke into its circle of achievement. And today, Mr. Yonke is present and would like to say a few words. The wall that separates excellence from obscurity, more often than not, is just a lack of opportunity. If you give a child the opportunity to participate, they may excel. If you deny them the opportunity to participate, you've relegated them to obscurity. Winning is wonderful. Sure, we all like to win. Some of us have had good opportunities for winning, and it feels good. But participation is really what made the difference in your life. If you think back, it was a teacher, it was a neighbor, it was a coach, it was somebody that took an interest in you and encouraged you to go ahead and try to do something and do it better. We have to make our community better. We only make it better by reaching out and helping young people to discover themselves and what they can do.